Hello everyone, this is Tea Time Reports and I'm Trevor here and I'm joined here by Caden and we're going to be discussing the Tampa Bay Rowdies match that was played on 6-24-2023 against the uh, Loudoun City FC uh, in Leesburg, Loudon, Virginia. Loudoun United. Loudoun United, excuse me. Um, but no, this was a very, um, very interesting match, especially in the first half. We, we played like shit um, and, and then we kind of got out of our shell in the second half and started playing a little more loose, and that's what you like to see. But in the first half, I, I mean, the guy that kind of is the only one that carried us in the first half, at least in my personal opinion, was Jake Otterman. Uh, he's, he's, he's special, bro. He like special. He's actually quick. He's got good touch. He's making plays, and even you know last week I was talking about how he's always around the ball. Mm. He was again this past game, and we saw that. And it worked. I'm gonna say this, my boy Jake Lacava, and I was I was I was shitting on the uh, th- that little two striker uh, setup that we were that we were running, and uh, honestly, for the first half, we were playing like dog shit, and I think it was mostly contributed to that formation that we were running. Mm-hmm. Our guys just they weren't. It doesn't look like they were adjusting well to it. And then with the injury to Sebastian Dalgard, you know, with about 20 minutes in, then we switched back up to that singular striker format. With the uh, you know Charlie Dennis at cam, Jake Lukava at, le- at left wing, JJ Williams at at the at the single striker, and then we moved uh, Dayon Harris into that right wing spot, which works. It did work. It, and it then really does. You saw us because then we were in in desperate need for points. It was two one. They made it two one uh, early early into the second half, and then we went back to that two striker setup because we were hurting and we needed more of an attack. Needed that's pressure. When, that's when our boy. Fucking JJ, uh, I mean, Cal Jennings came in. Not even our boy, bro. I mean, I, I can safely boy. say that I shit-talked this guy probably yeah. more than any professional athlete, especially on the show. Low-key, bro. Um, but, I mean, off the bench, he's just different. He is you different. Know? And he's had two goals off the bench. I, I know, actually, no, he has... Uh, I think he has three, three goals, goals and two, two assists off the, off the bench. So, That's I mean, it, it's just one of those things where, like, he's not been utilized mm-hmm. at all correctly yeah. this season. And his production shows that. I mean, when he starts, he's abysmal. Mm. He's fucking terrible, and and it's mainly because you know maybe he doesn't have that stamina, or maybe he's that wild card that you throw on, and mm. you know he's able to surprise the other team. But I mean, when you line him up to start, other teams know what they're defending. Yeah, like m- yeah. maybe that's what worked was that he was able to get loose with Lacava and mm. start making plays. But I, know, I I just feel like it was again the position that he was at. I don't feel like he should be a striker. I don't feel like he should be a striker. We weren't really playing him as a striker this game. I think we moved him into more of a uh, a, cam, yeah. a, a cam role, which is a center attacking midfielder. And uh, he thrived. He thrived with those little through balls. And uh, he was getting into the open space because he is quick, man. I'll give him that. His first touch, uh, when it comes to just you know getting off the baseline, yeah, he has great first baseline touch. When it comes to getting in a pass, no, like no. That's but, where it scares uh, me yeah. is like when he's like legitimately the focal point of the offense and they have to mm-hmm. feed him the ball when he plays striker. And that's a good point you brought up. Maybe he's just not by design a striker. Maybe so. he needs to be more of an attacking center fielder. At but, least for the rowdy's sake. Just because we have our, I feel like Neil Collins likes the more the bigger physical guys. You see it when he has Forrest Lasso, Frederick Kleeman, you know, uh Lawrence White when we had Lawrence White, he was big. And J.J. Williams especially. He yes. likes those big guys. Because he's a defensive coach. You know, defensive players tend to be bigger. And uh, you, you see that spread across the whole board. And 
you know, going back into, I guess, our offensive production, the brace went to Cal, mm. but, I mean, he was set up to succeed yeah. from Lacava, um, mm. and J.J. Williams obviously alleviated stress off of Cal Jennings, because, you know, whenever J.J.'s in, you're fucking bodying him up with mm. two center backs. Yeah. He's huge, he's gonna fucking get a header if you're not locking him down, but... I just feel like this game against a really terrible club, if no one stepped up, mm-hmm. I would have been a little surprised, but I think I'm more surprised that Cal Jennings stepped up. But again, it's against Loudoun United. Mm. They're shit. Yeah. They are shit. We have two more teams back-to-back that are shit. Um, you know, if there's any time to pad your stat sheet, it's, it's yeah. now for any Rowdies player, but mm. I personally, you know, if we're going to do this two-striker setup... I don't want to see Cal Jennings start mm. as a striker, nor do I want to see him like on that fucking side of yeah. the pitch. I want to see him like just worry about passing and worry about your touch because I don't know where he came from the ML- in the MLS, but uh, I think it was uh, Las Vegas yeah. FC. You can tell there's a reason he didn't start or even come off well, the bench. Los, Los Angeles FC. Um, and you know you you want to see him you know kind of progress and we we've been seeing him have some of these games sometimes where it's like oh there's Cal you know like there's yeah. there that, that's what he's doing he's able to do like this that that one time he got subbed in I think it was like an 86 minute goal where Score. he dribbled it out to literally out to the uh the corner flag dribbled it back in and then boom right into the bottom left corner like he has those flashes of brilliance and especially this game even though that last goal that he had was Kind of just handed to him by Jake Lacava. Again, I want to speak a little bit about Jake Lacava. I'm not gonna say no, like, like anyone's gonna be like Ryan Spaulding or fill the shoes of Ryan Spaulding, because I don't think we'll ever, ever see another person like Ryan Spaulding play for the Rowdies again. And uh, Jake Lacava, though, he, mm. he's, I think he's the man to to fill that need. You see, he has three goal contributions in two games. Yeah, like, come on now. Let's go, Jake Lacava. He wasn't. He wasn't even that good for us. Like he, he was good for us last year. I'm not gonna lie. He was a pivotal point to that that championship run, and uh, not not the championship like the the full Eastern season, championship. But the Eastern championship. But no, I agree with you. I think Lacava adds. You know where we lost a lot of playmaking and mm-hmm. versatility. He came in at the perfect time to yeah. add that, and not all of it back, but. At least some of it. And he does have that touch. He has good handles. Mm. Um, something I'm a little scared about sometimes is his offensive awareness. Um, like you say, when they put him at striker, he plays like a winger. Yeah. And you see that, and it does scare you a little bit because, again, he's not making the best plays or the best reads, You know, especially in the goal box, from what I've seen. Mm. But this past game was a change-up because he did get that assist. They did win handedly four to two. I predicted four one, but I, I just thoroughly believe that you know more games Lacava gets, um, the hotter he's gonna look. Oh, yeah. You know he's oh, probably yeah. gonna get a couple more goals here, but we're in that kind of mid stretch of the season, and you want to see guys emerge. Not mm. seeing Delgard show any productivity when he starts is scary. Actually, actually, the the first couple like starts he had, the first two starts he had, he had. Two assists his first two starts. This was his third start in a row, first the uh, third start this entire season. And uh it was kind of abysmal for those for those first twenty five minutes, first yeah. thirty minutes that he was in. But uh you know, he was only given granted he was only given thirty five minutes, not the whole game. I just uh, wish that I would see more out of him. Mm-hmm. Like even when we go to the games at Al Lang, like but, but I mean, look what I was talking about. We had even before um 
the game was starting. I, I was saying I wish we could start Deion Harris. He's healthy now. He was injured then, but he's healthy now. And when he came off the bench, he had that assist, that, that literally the the, uh, the game-winning assist to make it 2-3. And it was a beautiful run. Do that little that little shimmy step, speed right past the defender, and just pop it straight in for, I think, uh, Cal Jennings. No, dude, who, who do I want? You know, starting there, obviously Dayon. Um, but I, I I see why Delgard is touched in there. He's not mm. fast, but he has touch. He has, he has touch. really good touch. He can pass, like. and he's a guy that you want to send in crossers from that right mm. side. But again, he doesn't make those ball breaking abilities to where he like can make a run down exactly. the pitch. He doesn't add that element of speed by any means. And, he's not a traditional winger. And, and you know, after last last night, essentially. You know, when he went down, I didn't, you know, obviously I hope he gets better. Mm. You know, I'm not one of those guys, but I didn't see much of a, you know, a difference without him there. Mm. You know, against New Mexico United no, and think, a couple of those other teams yeah. a couple weeks back, he actually showed me like, oh, okay, he's that, he adds that passing ability, exactly. but we need speed. Mm-hmm. And Loudon is the youngest team in the USL and we were struggling against yeah. them. They were keeping the ball in their, in their hands, essentially, mm. not literally, but they were dominating possession with good passing and quickness because mm-hmm. they could just get around our guys. Exactly. We have a lot of kind of middle-aged or older guys. Mm-hmm. And we have younger guys, but we don't start them enough. Yeah. We don't put Tate in enough. Mm-hmm. We don't put some of these younger guys in. Justin, I mean, I'm glad to see Jake Arman back. He's mm-hmm. younger. He's now, a, he's I, a I younger guy. I want to see Jake Arman because we started Jake Arman this, this, uh, this game. And Actually, last no, game. It was, no, no, no. He, he came off the bench last game, I believe. Well, who, we went to a game, I think it was New Mexico, where he started. He was mm-hmm. in with Wyke. Mm-hmm. Wyke's first game, Jake Arman started, and he was, you know, he didn't have anything crazy going on that game, but he was always around the ball. Yeah. And then now, look where he was. He was in the right place, mm-hmm. didn't miss his assignment, and with his left, yeah. rifled one into yeah. the fucking back right corner. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was a beauty. That was a beauty. That, that was a beauty. That it was, was a straight shot. shot handed to him by, by Jake Lukava. Jake Lukava had, I believe, what, two, two, two assists? No, 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 actually, no, no, I was just looking. He had uh, one goal, one assist. That's what it was. And uh, I don't know who I, set up the Armin goal, but I know yeah. Armin. Like I'm not gonna lie, the fact that I don't remember the setup just maybe shows. It was, maybe it was Charlie Dennis. I don't know, but it was beautiful, right into the back right corner. And you saw him like there was an open lane. He mm. fired a shot, and you know what? I want to see him take more shots. Very reminiscent of that Ryan Spalding goal. Remember and that? I'm not you know gonna sit here and say Jake Armin is Ryan Spalding. Mm, no, 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 no. But what I'm gonna sit here and say is they both have the same body type. Not gonna lie. Look, Arm is a little chubbier. Can't you know? Yeah. I'm not gonna take that away from Spalding. But Ryan, Ryan Spalding's just so much better. He's a lot better and a lot shiftier. But what I think that Armin could do is press, get into mm. position in those shots and those distances he's comfortable from, and just start letting him rip. I he has s- a big leg. I want to see Lewis Hilton come back from injury. And I want to see. Uh, I want to see Schroeder back in the lineup. Yeah, again, he's another one of those guys like Cal Jennings that, to me, when I see him play striker, it's like he's playing striker like a winger. I don't feel like he should play winger. I mean, I don't feel like he should play striker. I would like to see him at center, you know, Cam, or, you know, maybe a wing position. I, I feel like good he, lefty. he could come off the bench for, for Dennis as, as a Cam. I would really like to see that. And then uh, he could come off, come on for maybe Dowgard or Harris. I'd prefer Harris to see, start. like, the, it's it might be wild to say, but here's my list for right wing. Deion Harris, then Schroeder, and then I then I put Delgard. Mm. 
I, I'm not going to lie to you. I just feel like in the first couple of weeks, we saw Schroeder kind of emerge a little bit. and He did have that one goal that was, that was crossed in. And, and I'm not going to lie. Like, you know, he did stutter here and there, missed executions on chances, but I think he has upside like Cal Jennings. Mm-hmm. And if we're going to start seeing more Cal Jennings, we need to start seeing more Felix Schroeder. Because Felix Schroeder's he, a bit old, though. He is a little sure. older, but he could be that ECRA and yeah. add that veteran presence mm-hmm. on whatever level of the ball he's playing. Because I, yeah. I think he was even playing like a back position for us earlier. Mm. I, I think I saw him at left back. Like, I well, think, now he hasn't played a game since that Miami game. Well, no, like not starting. Like, I think he had an appearance. Though. No, 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 he hasn't, no? Played, he hasn't oh, gosh. got an appearance. Well, no, he came on against... Um, I don't believe so. Against uh, New Mexico, I believe. Didn't, yeah. get, didn't get a goal or anything, Did but he? it was in the final, like, 15 or 20 minutes. Oh. But, yeah. um... Yeah. No, he just oh, has, I, I, he did, I haven't yeah. I haven't seen him much. Um, he was in a lot the first mm. you know six games. Yeah, 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 he wasn't. He started um, he started like three games at the at the, uh, the beginning of the, yeah no earlier. I just want to see that be able to kind of you know I, I don't want to see him just rot away on the bench. But also look at those first couple of games we lost and but I feel tied like that was those games. also because of Cal Jennings. You know if mm-hmm. you put Schroeder with JJ that might be a different duo. I, I want to see I want to see JJ and Cal Jennings just because I feel like Cal Jennings is so much better than, than Felix Schroeder. Cal Jennings is bigger than him. He's younger, faster than him, younger than him, can shoot better than him. I I, I that is yeah you know. Because of last night, yes. But up until last night, mm. I could not have said that about Cal Jennings. I, 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 I'm not going to lie. I definitely say he was faster than more. Faster, yes. But shooting, no. I, I could not have su- sit here and told you that Cal Jennings was better than anyone than mm. shoot, at shooting. Mm. But like last night, you know, you, you got to see what he could bring. Mm. You know, he'd have those little one game, one goal appearances. They, just, they were just happens. But now, I mean, we saw that brace. And that's Im- that's impressive the brace for any- and an assist. That's impressive for any soccer player <laughs> to get a brace in a goal in a game. Like that's yeah. impressive. You are you're and a focal point. Three goal three. Any if more than one goal contribution is good. Yeah. And an assist, you, you had a good game. A goal, you had a good game. Two goals, you had a good you had a good game. Two assists, you had a great game. Two goals and one assist. That's a great game. That's a great game. And I want to see that more out of our center field because. I guess we can go ahead and kind of segue to J.J. Williams here. And this is a guy that plays number nine. He, former high school football player, big guy. Big guy. I mean, if you shout out to our Instagram page, at T-Time Reports, give us a follow on there. Caden got a nice selfie with him, as well as our former MVP, Leo Fernandez. Um, But J.J. has looked disappointing as fuck. Since that hat trick, um, and and it's hard to even say that in a yeah. sentence. Like this guy had a hat trick and he's been disappointing since. Well, he hasn't done shit. Yeah, I, he hasn't done shit. Mm. He those anticipation passes they're not working. No, I know actually, not not even like he should have had an assist in that. Uh, that I believe it was that locomotive game, and Jake Lacava just sold. And then he had a great assist this game, kind of reminiscent of if you watch Premier League this season. And if you know who Newcastle United is, a guy named Alexander Izak, who had an assist very much like J.J. Williams, where it was kind of a, a run around, beat two defenders, and then pass it back in for the assist. Now, J.J., um, he didn't have the best game last night, not, but that one play made up for it. I'm not going to lie. I, like, I mean... Again, he had an assist. He, shouldn't have, he should have had an assist with that beautiful back heel 
beautiful back heel to uh, to Jake Lacaba. Mm. Like honestly, right on the money. Jake Lacaba goes down and shoots it directly at the keeper. Uh, it, it was like what? That should have been a goal. If that was if that was JJ Williams, he would have shot that and gotten a goal. Well, it looks like we might have a little intruder here. Our, uh, one of our great Danes, Koba, just uh, turned. He opened the door with his with his snout. So that's a thing that. That's weird. He doesn't even open the doors in my house. He's checking it out, you know. Yeah, he is. Um, but uh, moving forward here, I, I guess to why I was saying JJ has been selling lately. Great assist. Yeah. I'm not taking that away from him. Mm-hmm. But we talked about this last week on the pod. These teams that are we're playing the next three four weeks are fucking shit. They're the shitters. They're shit. They are they are like they're worse than poverty clubs. Mm. Take your worst European club and times that by five. This is what Loudon is. We beat this team nine nil last year. Now now granted we did have Sebastian Glanzati in that, that scored two goals and that Leo game. Fernandez. Leo yes. Fernandez also had two goals that game. But dude, it's Loudon United exactly. FC. Loudon United FC. They're we were struggling with them, we but were. then you know just look honestly just look at the scoreline two two to four come on now this is why I love this club coming down uh, a comeback we we were down two one you know, go, going into the, you know with with like thirty five minutes left in the clock and then fucking two one to four to two are you kidding me I love this club no it, they came back and emerged when they needed to and I'm not crediting anyone more than I am Neil Collins. Mm-hmm. He knows who to put in. He knows his team. He knows his players. He knows he the chemistry. The changes. He's a fucking master. No, class. he he's actually like if he actually had stars. Like I, I'm not shitting on any Rowdy's player. I, I think they're all stars. But if he had, like, imagine if he had like a fucking like a billion dollar club at his at his like fingers, bro. Like that you see be, what he does awesome, here. Yeah. He plays chess. Not checkers on the fucking pitch here. It is weird that we're saying this. Like you might say, "Oh, it's just a shit little fucking." It's USL Championship coach. League, bro. No one's but watching like, this worldwide. But yes, they are. But but when you when you take an advantage about how like you you might say, yeah, you put an NFL player in U in USFL, he's just gonna go crazy. He's gonna be the best player in the entire league. That's that's literally that's literally what's happening. Neil Collins is the best coach in USL by miles. I he agree. should not be in this league. I, I agree, is. and so that that's that's what we have to hold on to. And Neil Collins is a special breed yeah. um, of coach or mm-hmm. manager, if you will. He cares about the game. He played it, mm-hmm. you know. And most most managers I notice do most good ones at least mm-hmm. played the game and played at a good level. He had an extensive, uh, I think, like eight to ten year uh, EFL Championship career. Never made it to Premier League, sadly. But, but, and uh, then he came over, played with the Rowdies, played, played the Rowdies. with Leo Fernandez, his and MVP. I, I, I didn't really know this at the time, but uh, when I was a kid, I went to a Rowdies game. And then I was kind of putting the, the pieces together with my dad the other day. I was like, huh, when I was at that game, as a little-ass kid, watching fucking Neil Collins was playing the same time I was there. And now... So I watched him play. And now, he's suit and tied yeah. up, leading the best USL championship team Score. to another... To another... Playoff appearance, and we will get there. And we're gonna, you know what? We're gonna win it this year because you know what? This team has proved to me over this season that they can now battle through adversity without their number one piece. Overcoming diversity is what we're made of. But I didn't see him do it like this last year. Yeah. This is different. Well, we didn't even watch most of the games. Last year. Well, well, I mean, but you kind of saw the vibe of how we yeah. played, though, especially in the playoff games. 
But this year it seems grittier. We seem like we have more depth. I trust this team to win in a playoff game. I really do. I, I think we can. I think I don't think we'll sell the bag in the, the Eastern Championship game. I, I really I don't. Think so. yeah. I think we can beat a team in a one and done situation. And did you know it's some bullshit? Like our best year. Mm-hmm. Um, like so, some people say, like one of our best championship squads was that twenty twenty year, mm-hmm. and then the uh, championship game was canceled. They didn't have it. Damn. So we made it to the championship. They never had the game. So we could have won. And we were like, we should have won. Like we, yeah, that was our best squad. Like Leo Fernandez was in. But Leo Fernandez will be back by playoff time. Yes. And he will take us to the promised land. Hopefully, bro. dude. His first appearance back is gonna be a hat trick. I'm Wait, calling it right next now. Next time, next time we're home, guys, listen to this. I will, I will ask him when the fuck he's gonna be back, and then I'm gonna, I'm gonna service him right there. Okay. In front of all the fans. No, I mean, that's what you have to do because it's a Leo Fernandez MVP of the USL Championship two <laughs> times in a row. Um, and if the man requires what a man requires, then you have to deliver. If he if um, he needs me to get flown out to a hotel room in, in St. Pete. I mean, it's 45 <laughs> minutes away of a drive. Why you would be flown out and where <laughs> from, I don't know. <laughs> but that's a situation that only Leo Fernandez would, exactly. would know. And so. That's Mr. MVP. You never know. Oh, it is. It's literally... That's an MVP. Exactly. Like, if you're an MVP of any fucking league, you're reigning a dog. M- he's reigning MVP right now. Yeah, I mean, so. he, and he's going to come back and legitimately take us through the playoffs. Mm. He Like, literally, in the playoffs, he will have nine goals. Like, I'm predicting this now. I'm saying this nine now. Nine goals. That's insane. Nine that's fucking goals. That's insane. No, but that's Leo Fernandez. I say, I say, if he is ready, if he is back, maybe we're lucky to no. get maybe like no. two or three goals out no. of him. I refuse. Nine goals, nine goals, bro. He's gonna get a hat trick in the first round. Well, let's let's. I looked this up the other day, and it was kind of the bracket kind of system. No, no, no. Um, Leo Fernandez career stats. Career stats for Leo Fernandez real quick before we wrap this Tampa Bay Rowdies match recap up. And we did win 4-2, so fuck that. Nine goals is the exact same amount of goals he had the entire two seasons ago. Like, 2021 season, he only had nine goals. 2020 season, he had four goals. 2019 How many assists? Is, dude, he had... But, like, he's rocking with ten assists. He had ten assists in 2019. And then fucking 2022 last year, MVP year, 20 goals and nine assists. And, guys, if you are a Rowdies fan... Shout out to Charlie Dennis. He had a rough game, but you know what? He's still in that MVP race. I, and if you are showing any love on Twitter, you know, vote for his goals. You know, when he gets dominated, yeah, Charlie yeah. Dennis. And same with Connor Sparrow. He had a couple great yeah, saves yeah. and really high IQ plays against Loudon. And you know what? I, I've been saying fuck Loudon, but they are the youngest team in the league. And you know what? In the first half, if they were able to play like that the whole game, they win. Shit, bro. They win, and you know what? If, if that's what they can be, if we didn't pull our heads out of our asses, bro, if if Neil Collins didn't make the changes, if if we didn't motivate our players well enough, because we were in the gutter, our players did not want to play. I don't know what he said to them at halftime, but that was that was the difference. It wasn't it wasn't even the quality of play, like and it was shown. Like they should have beaten us. They should have, and you it see really it. Spirit. You saw it in the spirit. first half. They dominated time of possession. They dominated the pass game, and you know what? We were giving it to them. You know, we were literally just saying, "Hey, y'all, you can win and upset us." Exactly. We beat y'all nine nil last year, but you can humiliate us today. That's what it was seeming like to me. But then, you know, Cal Jennings came out with 
you know, potentially a steroid needle in his ass and just legitimately came onto really the pitch either. and fucking blew me blew they, us away. You know what I think he did right before he came on? They were like, Ayo cow, Ayo cow, come on. Yeah, he just he just sprinkled out a little bit of that that little God's powder under his mm. hand. Did a little sniff, right nostril, did a little sniff, left nostril. Came out there and fucking bald. Mm. That he came out eyes wide. Mm. So he Johnny Depp blowed. I think so. I think he Doc Ellis that shit. Ooh. No hitter on LSD. Or uh, I don't know if you saw the video recently, but Yeet was legitimately tripping on stage. Maybe he pulled a Yeet. Yeah, maybe. You never know out here in these streets. But shout out Cal Jennings for a great game. Definitely player hey, of the match. First time we've ever said that. No, seriously, <laughs> and probably the last. I'm not gonna lie. Hopefully this not. Hopefully not. I I hopefully hope not. not. But I can't lie to you, at the home games, I do be shitting on Cal. No, but even, because even when, like, the first couple games, we, it was like Cal, like, even to us, like, you can't admit, you can't, you cannot lie. Like, we were rooting for Cal Jennings. Like, he we was were man. rooting for him in the that first couple. That was before couple. we knew what he was. We, okay, we were rooting for him in the first couple games. He was, we like, really our favorite were. player because, because Leo was hurt, so he was, and like, the number we one. We were rooting for him. Mm-hmm. We were. We, you know, and I wasn't <laughs> hopping on his cock or anything, but I was always cheering him on when he how, had chances. How can you hate on a guy named Cal Jennings? Are you, and he has a man bun. You know, which also kind of sets him over the edge there. And in a sick mustache. Oh, the, the mustache is real. So, and not, 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 not Israel, not. but Israel. Okay, when I say Israel, I'm not saying Israel, mm. but I'm saying Israel. Okay. Okay, okay. so I just want to yeah, clarify that for, uh, for uh, you know, our, our people out there. And, you know, if you're in Israel right now, you know, yeah. what's up? <laughs> but, um, yeah, you know, somos rowdies. It's all like Forza Rowdies. Forza um, Rowdies, siempre, siempre Rowdies. All of the above. Somos Rowdies. And we really appreciate everyone for, uh, you know, appreciating our Tampa Bay Rowdies coverage. Make sure if you aren't following our Instagram or Twitter, at Tea Time Reports, we cover the USL and the Rowdies extensively on there. And we will actually have a MLS segment or installment coming up here pretty soon. Uh, that's going to be a long episode. We're going to be breaking down our teams, our squads, uniforms, best stadiums, and just kind of, kind of getting the show submerged in MLS for a good hour and a half is what I'm hoping to get out of it. So uh, make sure you're tuned in for that. And uh, we'll hopefully have some Premier League and La Liga stuff. We have a bunch of soccer stuff that needs to come out. And uh, that's definitely in the cards. So uh, thank you everyone for listening to this episode of Tea Time Reports. And we really appreciate all the support. Take care. Follow the Rosso Neri.